0: Hello and welcome to Life Church. Thank you so much for listening to this message today. We hope that this teaching will strengthen, encourage, and build your life. Who knew I liked horse burgers? I want to encourage us this morning as a house to be ones that will take an outrageous try for God. Ones that will try something, do something, have a go. Just try it. You might like it. In fact, you might even love it. Some of you, every time you think about doing something, you tell the wrong people. Because you tell people that tell you all the reasons why it can't be done. And that's why you've never realized actually it could be done. And other people are doing it all the time. And these guys sat around and other people had let desperation tell them what to do. They'd watched how everybody desperate around them was resorting to do things that were unthinkable. But inside their spirit, they said to one another, why are we staying here? Why don't we do something about it? See, your trying will also get you saying why a lot more. Some of you need to put a why into your life. Why am I staying here? Why am I still depressed? Why am I isolating myself? Why am I still in this addiction? Why am I being dishonest? Why am I mistreating that person? Why am I putting up with that treatment at work when I shouldn't be treated that way? Why am I living in a place where I said I would never let my life get to this place? Why am I sitting back watching other people fulfill their dreams when I've got a dream? We've got to get the why asking in our spirit. And these guys said, why stay here and die? If we stay here, we're going to die. Why, why are we doing this? And when they'd started to think about the why, there was no good reason why they were doing it. Other than they didn't know what else to do. And so they now begin to have this conversation. Well, if we stay here, we know we're going to die. If we go to inside, we know we're going to die. So here's a crazy, outrageous, try idea Why do we go to the enemy camp? which makes no sense whatsoever. Why don't we go to the enemy camp that are trying to kill us and why don't we go to them and see whether they'll actually accept us and they were leprous. So the chances of being accepted are even less than if they were fully healthy. Why don't we go as lepers and see if they'll accept us, our enemy, see if they'll take our surrender because better there where there's food, better there where there's provisions than just sitting here. And I think this year, God wants some of you to get to the place where you are so fed up with where you're at, you're willing to give something a try to change it. You're so fed up. You see, some of you say, well, I tried once and it didn't work. You know, I tried tried that and I didn't like it. And what happens is then you begin to stop trying anything else. Well, just because you tried once in one area, doesn't mean when you try another time in a different area that you'll have the same results. You can't put down your... You know, rugby players on the pitch go for more than one try in a game. Some they get and some they don't. Some they get the ball down and some they get intercepted. But the point is inside of them, they don't go to the next match thinking, I went for a try and it didn't work, so I'm not going to try again. They get on the team thinking, today I'm going to try again because today might be the day that I get the points that have eluded me this whole time. Today might be the day that I get a victory for our team and my trying is the difference in the score sheet. We've got to enter our world with that sense of, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to, I'm going to trust God. And they sat there as friends and they had this little discussion. Shall we do it? Shall we not? Shall we stay here? Shall we move? Why are we here anyway? And the unanimous decision was, let's give it a go. We've got nothing to lose. Let's give it a go. See, it's sometimes easier to try when you've got nothing to lose. And often what happens is it's harder to try when you've actually got something you could lose. So it's easier to try when you're desperate, but we can't rely on desperation to be the trigger point for our trying because that means that basically all God's people will not try anything new till they're so desperate that they have to. Well, that makes no sense. We've gotta have a willingness when things are going well to keep outrageously trying so that things can be better. We've gotta have a willingness when everything's good to still push our life and our faith and our believing into a realm where we need God more than we can rely on ourselves. When things get static, when things are good, I know we've had to challenge ourselves, even financially, if you think, well, I'm, I'm, I'm managing and I can manage, I've felt God say, well, well, then why do you need me? If you're managing, why don't you do something that pushes me into a realm where you need me? Why don't you rely on me a little bit more instead of having me all tidy and organized in your world? Why don't you sow that seed that means that your little plan is not so organized anymore? Why don't you go and speak to that person that that you say, well, I've got enough friends. I don't need to go and get anyone to come to Alpha. You know, I've got enough friends in my world. And God's saying, "What, what do you want your life to look like? Seriously, what do you want your life to look like? When your kids look at you, when the people around you look at you, what kind of example do you want to be? Do you want to be the example that got to certain parts in your life and sat down? Or do you want to be the example that said, I'm going to keep outrageously trying things for God because I only have one shot. I love Caleb. I love Caleb's spirit that he tried. He did try to get them into the promised land. He gave a good report and said, let's go for it. God's with us. And everyone else said, let's not try. Let's stay where we are. They're bigger, they're stronger. They've got more stuff than us. Let's stay where we are. And Caleb said, are you crazy? And he says that he ripped his clothes and threw himself on the floor. He could not believe they wouldn't have a go. Just have a go. God's word said, have a go. Let's just have a go. But no, we're comfortable. We, we don't want to risk it. But he wanted them to go for it. And, and you'd think after trying that one time and everyone let him down, Caleb would say, well, you know what? If they're not going to have a go, then that's it. This is my life. But the Bible says at age 85, Caleb stood up and said, I am as strong now as I was then. I am as committed now as I was now. So give me that land because I am going in to take it. At 85, hello, any 85-year-olds in here still willing to give it a try? I'd rather go to heaven trying than go to heaven dying. Hello. That's spirit. When that gets on you, it's contagious. When it gets on you, begin to move into a realm with God that moves you past what, is, what you're capable of into what God's capable of. So it says in verse five, at dusk, they all got up and they went to the camp of the Armenians. And when they reached the edge of the camp, there was not a man there who would have thought that God had gone before their try to clear the way. He cleared out all the opposition. For the Lord had caused the Armenians to hear the sound of chariots and horses and a great army so that they said to one another, look, the king's coming and he's hired the Egyptians to attack us. So they got up and they fled in the dusk and they abandoned their tents and their horses and donkeys and they left the camp as it was and they ran for their lives. Check it out. Verse five, at dusk, these four guys got up Said, all right, let's do this. And at dusk, the enemy got scared and fled town. Your action releases God's actions. You're getting up at dusk and saying, I'm giving it a go. Releases God to say, then I'm going to clear some way. You're getting out of your seat and saying, why am I still here? Releases God to say, good question. I was hoping you'd move further down the line. At dusk, they got up and at dusk, the enemy got scared and started to move out. The men who had leprosy reached the edge of the camp and entered one of the tents. They ate and they drank and they carried away silver and gold. Just imagine, they'd been sat not so long ago. They'd been sat, leprous, starving, miserable, depressed, just a few moments ago, and now they've got gold and silver, and food, and excess that they don't even know what to do with. But it was just a little bit further down the road in a place that no one else was trying to go to. I wonder what God has further down the road when we have an outrageous try. They went to the camp. I'm going to ask the band to come back up. They went to the camp. They returned, and they entered another tent, and they took some things from it. And they hid them, and then they said to one another, listen to this, We're not doing right. This is a day of good news and we are keeping it to ourselves. If we wait here until daylight, punishment will overtake us. Let's go at once and report this to the royal palace. So they went and they called out to the city gatekeepers and they told them, we went to the Armenian camp and there's not a man that's there, not a sound of anyone, only tethered horses and donkeys and the tents are left just as they were and the gatekeepers shouted the news to the palace their try became someone else's freedom because they tried a whole city became free because they tried people that were starving became people that had access to food because they tried those that were thinking about killing their children for food were able to say I don't have to be that desperate anymore because they tried but they had to come to a point and realize we have tried something and we bumped into God and they could have stayed there and enjoyed the try all by themselves but the key to God's breaking in on your outrageous trying and the key to that blessing keeping going is that when you get your breakthrough you go back to camp and say hey I know they told you, you don't like horse meat, but actually I think you do. I know they told you that that would kill you, but I ate it and I'm still alive. I know they told you that you couldn't go over the top of that hill and defeat the army like Jonathan and his armor bearer did, but actually two took down 20 because God was with us and so therefore you can. I know as a young teenage boy, you don't think you can make a difference, but I got out a rock and I threw it at the giant and I saved an entire nation because I tried. I know you don't think as a young girl inside the harem of a king that you're gonna even be noticed or listened to, but I stood up and I said, what I needed to say and because I did genocide was reversed and so if I did it I think you can do it and other people are at the other side of your trying and they need to know that you tried it and you're still alive they need to know that you had a go and you're still here and we need to start telling each other of the outrageous things that we've tried hey I I once went and I, I remember when I was about 14 and I'd heard so much about God healing people and I'd seen people be healed but I'd never tried myself I'd never tried to put my hand on someone and say I believe in the name of Jesus you can be well and I remember I was at a Bible week I remember it so clearly I think I was about 12 actually a little bit younger and we were Bible camp and we are in this room with a load of people and I had a friend with me and she had a a a big like growth on her toe and she was waiting in the line to go and get prayed for she was just 12 and I remember thinking to myself what have they got in that line that I haven't got she's going to go to those people and they're going to put their hand on her and they're going to say what I've heard a million times be said maybe I could try and so I said to my friend let me just have a go (laughs) You're going to be waiting in the line anyway. Can I pray for you? And I remember closing my eyes, not having a clue what I was doing, but I was going to have a try. And I said, in the name of Jesus, drop off. That was it. That was how I looked on my Drop off in the name of Jesus. You will not believe it. But that thing dropped off before our eyes. Literally, it dropped off. That growth... She got up and she was walking to the prayer line and as she's walking to the prayer line, she came back to me to say, it's loose, it's coming off my foot. And it just came away. And I realized that, you know what? All I had to do was have enough faith to try. And some of you, you are waiting for all the professionals to sort things out for you. You're waiting for all the people to come around your life to do it. But God's saying, I am with you and I am for you. And these lepers had no one and nothing, but something inside them said, let's just go to the enemy camp. Let's just go see what God might do. And God showed up and they're trying, released a whole people. What will your and do? If you try to take down that bully, How many people will you release because you spoke up? If you try and say, no more, are you going to intimidate me? Who else will you free? If you try and say, you know what? I am going to go into that area of my business and I'm going to make a success where no one else seems to make. What could God do? If you try, don't let life beat you down and tell you to stop trying. Don't let circumstances lock you down and take the God part of your spirit out that wants to try. God says, come on. I I don't know whether Paul had read on, on the internet that, you know, your hanky might heal someone. I don't think so. But people got healed through his handkerchiefs. What's that? I don't know what that is. I don't know, God. I can't get there, so let's give this a try. I don't know what it is in your world, but God does. I don't know what you're sat next to saying, why, why, why? I don't know what it is inside yourself that you've already decided you don't like, you can't do. But maybe you need to wake up a inside of your spirit and say, this is an outrageous year. I'm gonna open my mouth. No one ever hears me say what I've got to say. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna invest. I'm gonna study. I always said I would like to, but I've never tried because I'm too embarrassed because I feel too old. Sign up for that night school course. Go go for that business decision. Go for the job promotion. Hey, if you don't get it, at least you tried. And no one's going to knock you for having a try. Amen. I want us to stand to our feet. Come on, let's stand to our feet. Because this year we are called like we are every year commissioned in God to bring change and to bring life and to bring light into the darkness. And we're not gonna make the difference that God is calling us to if we win power. So just close your eyes across this room right now. And I just want you to begin to think about where it is that God's saying, come on, believe me, have a go, reach further, stand up, speak up. People's freedom is resting on your decision to try. Thank you so much for listening to this message. We are always encouraged to hear how this message has impacted your life. Please visit our website www.lifechurchhome.com, or why not email us at hello at lifechurchhome.com.